Hey, this is Billy, and I want to thank the following sponsors. Matthias Pills, Matt Burr, David Fergman, Rasmus Fonseca, Terry G. Moore. Hey, ma'am, there's, there seems to be like an attack going on in Errant City. Oh, man, is everything all right? I'm sure the uh, patrician and his Guardian League will take care of it. No, ma'am, it, it is the Guardian League. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Congratulations, you just found the rest of the United States military. We'll take you somewhere safe. You know, I never liked superhumans. I had to like it because that's what the president and the public liked. I always warned them that they weren't really trustworthy. Hey everybody, this is Billy from the Fanable.com role-playing podcast, and uh, we are actually going to have a slow, uh, small party today. We have Angela and David here, and we've decided uh, we are going to play Rotted Capes. Someone you, save us! You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna learn the system and love it. Damn it! Exactly. I feel like this is, I feel like this is what you do with the slow students. You invite them to stay after class. <laughs> and make them learn rotted cakes. And make them learn rotted It's like, yeah, no, it's just like, oh, have you considered using our after-school programs, David? <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. Sorry. No problem. No problem. Rotted Capes is a delightful spin. You'll love it. Okay, uh, so. Love it. God damn it. You'll you, love it. You're going to love it. This is going to take place in the same universe that uh, we have our original game, but uh, it's not going to take place anywhere near our original game because I don't want to suddenly tell Jesus that uh, Tapestry is now a Super Z and Torchlight is God Emperor of Space. <laughs> <laughs> Which means he's just a frozen corpse floating around and like, he'll take it. <laughs> and everyone else is eating corpse crackers. Yeah. yeah. The one-eyed king, man. The one-eyed mm-hmm. man is king. What? 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 Huh? Is, that, mm-hmm. is that what you call it too? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna go, uh, uh, we're going to, let me see how we wanna start. Uh, yeah, basically give a rundown of your character history. Don't talk about, like, what you've been doing. Tell us what you were before Z-Day. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, hey everybody, this is Dave. I'm going to be playing the character Exclusive, who, uh, is a, he's a villain, but only by society's extremely limited <laughs> definition of what that means. The judicial process. Exactly. It's only felon by the judicial process. Yeah, exactly. Innocent till proven guilty. Dead people. Uh, <laughs> no, actually he's not entirely too, he's not entirely violent. Uh, he is a, he is a, he is a robber. He is a thief, uh, who developed his powers, uh, sometime in his twenties. And before then he was, uh, propping himself up to be the nexus of a network of informants, stool pigeons, thugs, lookouts, the kind of guys that would probably populate the most Isley Cantina, and then he would kind of get information. So and you were the paper pusher to those, like, to the net, like, you were the guy behind, like, you were like the account, the nerdy accountant to the mob. Exactly. So like, for okay. instance, like, are you disposable, but somehow survived? Yes. I would like to talk to you. Okay. And so, you know, like that, it would be the low, low level goons and mooks that would be hired. And then he would talk to them. He'd get some idea of what they were up to. And then he would sell that information and basically sell. He was a gossip rag for criminals. <laughs> and so when he developed powers, knowing all of this gossip, he thought, oh, my God, this is the way I can become famous. I don't want to be in the shadows anymore. I want to be in the spotlight. So he endeavored to stop the next crime that he heard about, which was a bank robbery. And... 
he went there. He got a he got a get up that he secondhand, um, but you know, really, it's a work in work in progress. And he picked a uh, a mask out and a name for himself. And he got two like tonfa sticks, and he went there in order to stop the crime. And when he did, he got the drop on the guys, beat him up a little bit, and as he started to interrogate them about like, what are you doing with this lockbox? Who hired you? What's inside this lockbox? Why do you need so many diamonds? Who's going to fence these diamonds for you? What's his name? Does he have office hours? What's his number? Give me those diamonds! <laughs> he lasted maybe an, a maybe an afternoon as a superhero before he realized like he could just make a lot more money as a supervillain who basically scoops other supervillains or scoops other other robbers. And so that is what he has been that that that's who he is and his name is exclusive because he films all of his robberies and then puts them up on the internet. He wonders why he gets caught by that said <laughs> judicial system. They're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> who knew that the cops were on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> that's why he that's Their why, Twitter handles are literally printed on the cop cars. I yeah, yeah, I know, but at the same time that's why uh instead of sent from my iPhone uh, the the bottom <laughs> Text for all of my characters' emails are, you're not a cop, right? Because you have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> you don't have that. I want that to be yeah. your, your tagline. <laughs> you're not a cop, right? You have to tell me if you're a cop. I'm assuming you don't have academic law. Oh, fuck no. Okay. No, because when I become rich, I don't need to. I'll get, like, conquering. So, so you you, want, you, re, you thought, you're like, oh, I want to be a hero because I'll be rich and famous. And then you realize heroes don't actually get rich. So you decide to be rich and famous. Yeah, exactly. I heard about the analog version of, of Spider-Man in this universe, and I was like, God, that guy, that kid's life sucks. So. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yep. So you, uh, you heroically rob villains, and then when the people say, thank you for saving our money, you run away with it. Yeah, exactly. You mug muggers to, because you don't like hurting people, you just like the stealing of the money. Exactly, exactly. You're a good guy. Yeah, I try. I mean, okay. obviously. Obviously. And uh, when Z-Day hit, David, mm-hmm. uh, you had just been caught mm-hmm. by uh, – she's not the biggest hero around. Uh, she's actually pretty small scale. She's not even part of the Guardian League, which is our version, of course, of the Justice League. Um, but, you know, it, it's not like the Guardian League hadn't heard of her. She was just kind of more of a vigilante known as Liberty Bell. Okay. She was a southern lady who uh, had razor blade uh, fans – and her thing was she was also a speedster. Oh. But in her case, uh, she could ba- – she spun around like a tornado pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that's how she was fast. And then she could also use her fans to generate large amounts of uh, wind blowing. Wow. I want to make this character now. I'm right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she was – she caught you. And you were actually being transported uh, by her uh, with a couple of cops – uh, to Night Bane Prison. You're traveling because they, they learn from you. You, you, you are pretty ridiculous, but you, you've broken out of other normal prisons before. Yep. So Night Bane, which you were absolutely, you're not, you don't want to go to Night Bane. You're, no, no, definitely not. Because that's, no, I'm a non-violent, I'm a, I'm a violent light offender. Um, uh, Miss Liberty Bell, can we can we gag him? Because he's he's going on a monologue about how he doesn't he's been doing this for the last forty uh, forty minutes. Furthermore, Your Honor, and none of you can say this to the cops, including the officers driving this, because I'm representing myself when I go to when I shug, go to court, shug, and shug, therefore shug. everything that I say is under shug. client privilege. 
she, like Liberty Bell, like Every, like wind like rushes over everyone's ears. You're going to prison, and and suddenly when she, that's when the radio starts cracking, and she leans forward, hits like the side of the the wall, and the guy opens it up, and she's like, "Hey, ma'am, there's there seems to be like an attack going on in Errant City. Oh man, is everything all right? I'm sure the uh, patrician and his Guardian League will take care of it. No, ma'am, it it is the Guardian League, and. David, what happens throughout the day is uh, you were, like, starting out in Washington. This mm-hmm. was, like, two hours into your drive when Z-Day happened. Lucky for you, um, Liberty Bell kind of knew about a, uh, a military base, and she ended up dropping you up uh, in Washington to take care of, to hold on to you until she could figure it out. About two weeks later, she comes back. Uh, to basically give all the information of what's going on about z- zombies, which just seemed ridiculous to you in the very beginning, because they've kept you pretty much isolated. You've heard rumors that people are being getting sick, Mm-mm. but zombies? You you have no <clears throat> idea what's going on. Uh, and basically, she kind of watched over this military enclave for about two months, with you still being in that cell. They fed you. She talked to you. Um, you occasionally would try to offer her, like, hey, I can help. And she's like, no, I don't trust you. Um, about two months in. Which is unfortunate because the only reason that she caught me is because I'm a gentleman. Bless your heart. Two months in, the military, a, a general and uh, a large contingent of troops showed up at this small enclave of, like, a military uh, base. Um, took it over and then basically uh, brought everybody to a bunker, and that includes you. Mm-hmm. Angela, tell us about your character. This is Angela, and I am playing Betty Corgan, a.k.a. Blackout. Uh, now, a little bit of a history uh, lesson. Uh, the the Blackout hero first appeared uh, in the 1930s, uh, when the first Blackout discovered that she could control darkness and make it do her bidding. Uh, Blackout isn't the name that she gave herself. It's actually what a lot of the low-level criminals started saying uh, when they realized that they would be in a dark alley and suddenly it gets much darker. Um, most criminals and, and certainly the uh, law enforcement officials didn't believe that Blackout was actually real, that this is you know, very superstitious criminal behavior. Occasionally a rookie cop would be like, no, 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 guys, I totally saw her. And he'd be made fun of for the rest of his, his tenure in that, that precinct. Uh, Betty Corgan gained the, the powers of blackout shortly after her 16th birthday and immediately began tr- uh, her apprenticeship under her mother, making Betty the fifth woman in her family to take on the blackout mantle. Uh, the apprenticeship should have lasted for years. The, the training goes on until the previous blackout decides, you know, she's ready to step down and her, her, uh, protege is ready to step up. But one fateful night happens to be prom night. Betty insisted that, uh, she deserved one night of normalcy before she became blackout full time. Uh, and her mother, uh, agreed. And unfortunately, that was the night that some low level drug addict thought that he could attack the darkness and he shot at this shadowy figure. That was Betty's mother, and Blackout was no more. So Betty had to step up with not nearly enough training, and uh, about six months later is when Z-Day happened. Angela, it's... You were... Uh, you were actually from California. You lived in a, a pretty prominent, probably, L.A. L.A. seems like a good place. Yeah. 
Um, and that's where the blackout, uh, thing started. Um, you're like the blackout, uh, persona kind of started because, uh, you, what the older version of you in the 1930s and 40s, they dealt a lot with like the mafia and mm-hmm. mob that was in California at the time, Hollywood, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of stuck there. Um, when Z Day started, you almost didn't believe hearing that the Guardian League, you, you thought, you know, Clearly, this isn't the Guardian League's fault. They've been, like, taken over by aliens or parasites. Yeah. Or a mind controlled by Dr. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mosaic. Mosaic. Those sort of things. That made sense. But people started getting sick in your area. And it was about Z-Day. You didn't see your first zombie until pretty much the the third day of Z-Day when you heard a woman screaming and you stopped to help her. Um, against a zombie and you had to kill your first zombie that day because no matter how many times you threw it around it just kept on getting up it was mm-hmm. a, a man in a suit tattered suit his face taut already from decay and everything and since then you'd had to kill a lot of zombies mm-hmm. it's about three months into Z-Day and LA is no more for a while LA actually kind of banded together took back a couple neighborhoods and then a uh, a mutant known as uh, uh, Phalanx. Uh, he was a gar- one of the guardians, uh, one of the guardian heroes. He came in as a super Z, and he just destroyed everything. One, it just took one night of him gorging on the heroes that were in L.A., and you and a uh, villain got away. He calls himself, you know, classic Pyro. And what he controls is ice. <laughs> he, he likes to confuse, he thinks that it would confuse people. Pyro's here. Okay. Well, oh God, he shot me with ice. How could I suspect? He's a little bit of a tweaker, uh, but he controlled ice. You were working with him and you were on patrol when Phalanx came in and destroyed your city. That was two months in, three months in. You both are on your last leg and you're running through Oregon. You think it's a, a old place in Oregon and there's something chasing both of you. You are both burnt out. You're tired. You haven't eaten in days. And uh, literally uh, Pyro is like, it's helping you carry you it like carrying you like as you leaned against him. And uh, yeah, you've been injured and something is chasing you and it, it, it's getting closer and you can, you can even hear it start taunting. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Clearly a super Z. It looks like a frog almost, a giant frog. You've done, you, oh, frog crocodile hybrid. You, <laughs> you think. Frogodile. Yeah, yeah frogodile. You think it might be, uh, the villain under, uh, 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 rippled, uh, riptide? But it's so decayed, like it's snout that it had his head fallen ah, off. Ah, it is gross. Disgusting. So you are literally running through Oregon, uh, on, and, and uh, Pyro's like, God, oh, Jesus, it's going to catch us. It's going to catch us. Come on. No, he's hurry, not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, God. I and you could tell he is debating dropping you and running. Pyro, don't you dare. What? What? No. You keep moving. We both keep moving. Strength in numbers. I'm going to get you. And suddenly, right in front of you, landing in like a massive jump, the asphalt cracking, is Riptide. Mm-hmm. Hello, little heroes. I'm going to get you. And I just got you. And Pyro drops you. And he's just ah. backing away. 
And suddenly you hear something that you haven't heard in a while. Helicopters. And a beam of light slams down on Riptide. And suddenly, when Riptide looks up, he jumps up in order to get to the helicopter, hissing, his tongue hanging out from... It's always been hanging out since the snout's gone. Um, You hear what sounds like a Gatlin gun start up, and it literally chews him up until he's nothing but hot, boiling scales and flesh. Yuck. The helicopter slowly lands. It's more of a jet copter. It's one of those shield hybrids. (laughs) It lands, it opens up, and down comes a group of American soldiers. They have their guns ready. They move towards you and Pyro. Pyro's holding up his hands. Like, I didn't do it. I didn't take it. <laughs> I, I swear she was like that when I got here. And uh, what are your names? Uh, uh, blackout. And the woman comes up, and she starts, uh, she scans you, taps it, and she's like, she's not in the system. And he's like, look under blackout. And she taps away, and she's like, blackout, L.A. Yeah. And what are your name? What are you? You? I, I'm Pyro. Uh, thug, but he, he's useful. Are you any of you bitten? No. Okay, get in. Congratulations, you just found the rest of the United States military. We'll take you somewhere safe. Nice. And safe you were. Angela, you were safe for a couple more months until they just kept on taking away your freedom slowly but surely. First, it was locking you up at night, just to make sure that you didn't just randomly transform into a Z. Then it was locking you up all the time. And, David, same here for you. I mean, you were always locked up, but then mm-hmm. they started doing things like you were shackled at all times. Mm-hmm. And When did they start putting a, a light on me at all times? That happened about five months in when there was a, a small struggle. Basically, out of this entire enclave of 50 soldiers, generals, uh, a general, and a lot of uh, technicians, uh, there were five uh, metas that they found. They found Pyro. They found Blackout. They found Liberty Bell. They found, uh, David, what's your uh, exclusive? Exclusive, yep. And uh, they had one more guy called uh, Eagle One. He was a tech hero. Everybody who is a superhuman... They got locked up. It's not, or they didn't trust you guys. They, it almost became like, it's not, they did not only didn't trust you, they kind of hated you. They blamed superhumans. That's kind of what the general, the general is basically a very McCarthy era kind of guy, General McCracken. And he was always one of those generals that never wanted to pin a medal on, uh, Patrician. He wanted to pin like seven to ten years. Seven to ten years. (laughs) So that kind of spread to the point where finally uh, Liberty Bell, uh, through her abilities, uh, basically she would whisper and send a wind out mm-hmm. to you guys and you would hear the whisper in your ear. You plan to escape, all five of you. Hell yes. And you led the escape, but they knew about it. Angela, you and Pyro were running and they got Pyro uh, encased, uh, like surrounded by fire. And ironically, he couldn't handle it. Uh, and Angela, they blinded you completely with light. Uh, David, what happened is you were Man, running- that's weird that somebody knew. I mean, I mean, who do you think said anything? That's weird. I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the bottom of who sold all of you out. So I'm out, right, Bob? Right, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> you were glued to like the floor. Like you were running yeah. and basically you broke your leg because you, as you were ah. running, you like, 
you hit glue, mm-hmm. it stuck, and yep. one of your legs shattered. Yep. Ew. It healed eventually. Uh, and Liberty finally just gave up as she, she fought her way to try to get out. And now six months has, uh, into Z Day, you are all s- crouched down in a, uh, crouched down in a giant room surrounded by soldiers with guns, the general in front of you. And then you realize that one of you isn't crouched. Eagle One. And he's standing next to the general. General walks down. He's like, you know, I never liked superhumans. I had to like it because that's what the president and the public liked. I always warned them that they weren't really trustworthy. I mean, can you really put your trust in a gun? Or do you put your trust behind the man holding the gun? And that's what people told me. They told me that you superhumans were the man, you weren't the tool. You weren't the weapon. But you are weapons. Now we've fed you, we've kept you safe, and all we've asked is that you show a little appreciation and put our minds at ease. Just give us a few months to figure out what makes you freaks tick so we know you're not going to destroy us like the Patrician did or Felix or Gamma Girl. You know, what happened to Gamma Girl? Went Super Z, lost control of her powers, nuked the Midwest. Shit, I think Texas is still glowing. But you freaks wanted to break out. What if one of you got bit out there? You would know where we were. You would have made a buffet out of my man. Hey, fuck them! Screw you! Can we kill them? He holds up his hands. But I got some good news. I realized that uh keeping you locked up was a waste of a tool. And our good friend Eagle One here He's been working on something a little bit special. And suddenly soldiers come forward and they're clapping collars around your necks. Now I considered negating your powers. But I figured, what would be the point of having you around then if you're just normal? You're not trained soldiers. Hell, some of you should be behind bars permanently. I smile. But we got some good news. These are very special collars. And they only have one key to take them off. He pulls out the key from around his neck. A little bit low-tech. I would have liked a signal that I have to put in, a passcode, but unfortunately, we don't have the tools to make that happen just yet. But I've always been a man that appreciated the old school, so just view this as a lock you shouldn't pick. You can try. You might make it. But if you failed that role, your head is going to be blown up. If I decide you've done bad, it's going to blow up. I hear everything. I see everything you see from these collars. If I think you are trying to get these collars off, they blow up. And my favorite, I can set a detonation time. So, we are going to demonstrate that right now. You guys were so impressed and so vehemently saying you wanted to be U.S. citizens and you wanted to be free and liberty. I'm going to give you the...
best freedom out there. I'm going to give you the choice of the vote. The five of you are going to vote who gets demonstrated on. Are we ready for the vote? I'm sorry, I said, are you ready for the vote? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Liberty doesn't, and he basically kicks her in the teeth until she finally says, like, yes, sir. Four people. Four, four people. You know, part of me want to do a hidden ballot, but we're all about making sure everybody knows what's going on here to keep us all safe. So let's do this publicly. Blackout. You have Pyro. You have yourself, even. Liberty Bell. And you have Exclusive. Who do you vote to be demonstrated on? Uh, uh, Blackout is, uh, it, her, her eyes are darting everywhere. She's looking desperately for, for a shadow, something that she can use to get out of this. Obviously, there are, none are, none are available. Uh, and, uh. It also helps that they kind of blindfolded you to keep you from seeing shadows. That works too. Mm. Uh, and she, She's like, you know, debating very strenuous internal struggle uh, before she finally says, uh, exclusive. Exclusive! You just got voted for, so let's move the vote to you. Who do you vote to be demonstrated on? Eagle One, fuck you, cocksucker. (laughs) I'm sorry, your vote is void. Who (laughs) do you want to vote on? Oh, and Eagle One, by the way, slashed the fuck out of you for that one. Oh, yeah. Yep. Clung. Yeah, yeah, he's in his metallic suit. It looks kind of <laughs> like an eagle. It has, like, red, white, and blue. It's mm-hmm. He's he's basically Tony Stark and Captain America put together, but the only thing Captain America, like, gave was, like, patriotism. Well, he's, he's War Machine. He's War, War Machine oh, is yeah. red, white, and blue. Yeah, but he's also Tony Stark of he's an asshole. Oh, okay. Like, that's the main thing. Like, Eagle One is a patriotic asshole. He's the one that says he uses derogatory terms when talking about anybody not American. There's nothing I can't stand more than a dude in power armor with too much zeal. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest assholes ever. Right? Exclusive. We need a name. Uh, fucking, uh, 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 blackout, I guess. There, now we're even. All right. Pyro, who do you vote for? Pyro's like, um, I guess Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. It's just you're older and shut the hell up. You don't need to dec- You don't need to declare your vote. Oh, shit, that's your cold. vote is private, son. That's you cold. should not have to explain yourself. Liberty Bell, we are in a very interesting place right now. Who do you want to vote for? Now, you can vote for, I guess, Pyro, but then we'll just do this all over again until one of you decides that the, to change your vote. But now, Liberty Bell, you were a hero. Which one of these degenerates do you want to kill? Hey. Sorry, lass. And Liberty looks at exclusive. Looks towards Blackout and looks towards Pyro, frowns, lowers her eyes and says, Liberty Bell. Wait, what? No, fuck you. Pyro called you old. Liberty Bell. I'll take it. And the cat, the general kind of gets a bemused look on his face. Really? You're going to vote 
to kill yourself. No, no, you're too valuable. Uh, bring uh, exclusive. I like him. And they're, Son they're of grabbing a bitch. you. Yeah, they're dragging you forward. And welcome uh, to America's voting yeah. system. Yeah, pretty much. They throw you down <laughs> this the, is the ground. Electoral college. Uh, they press onto your back, and you feel like they're like tapping at keys on the back of your neck. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly Liberty Bell says, "Like, let him go. I chose myself. Demonstrate on me." And he's like, "I don't think so." And she's like. You know, when I was the last one taken, I made it to HQ, the big computer. I know what you're tracking. And that stops him. And he turns towards her. He's like, bullshit. I'm a smart woman. Please don't provoke her. Fuck. Ow. I vote Liberty Bell. Or I tell everybody in this area what you are tracking. And do you think they're going to be okay with it? And the general kind of gets in her face and is like, I am giving you an option to get rid of a degenerate. Why would you die for him? And she looks straight at you, exclusive, and says, Because he deserves a fair trial, and this ain't fair. I'd rather be dead than live in this America. And then they drag her forward. Kick you in the face, you know, push you guys back. <laughs> he says, this time it is set to ten seconds. Liberty Bell, you got ten seconds to say whatever is on your mind. And she just looks towards uh, the three of you, offers you a smile, and says, uh, this life won't last forever. You'll make it better. And her head pops off. God! Just explosion rips through her it's gross it it's almost like i mean ne- neither of you are violent people you you angela you hit people with tentacles and david you kind of slap people around you've you've seen 80s like horror movies where their head explodes and you're kind of surprised how accurate that is like you always thought it looked I'm phony not, i can't see it i'm blindfolded oh that's true you hear it though it's gross. oh yeah david you you were surprised how gross it sounds and how gross it looks and how accurate those 80s movies were. You're never going to watch an 80s movie again of horror movies. Nope. You're done. It literally is just like that scene from Scanners. Uh, they nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. And Great special they, effects department. And then they drag you back to your cell. And that was two years ago. Two years ago since they put the collars on you. Two years ago since Liberty Bell's sacrifice. Two years ago. You guys have been sent out on missions. Sometimes there's a Super Z that needs to be taken care of. Kind of minor league. There's not a lot of large Super Zs in Washington State. Surprising. Uh, but any of like wolf packs, any zombie wolf packs, any zombies, any kind of, hey, we need this money, or we need to get this technology. They send you, Angela, Blackout. They send Exclusive and they send Pyro. Pyro tried to escape at one point And... Easily got detonated. He thought he figured out how to to freeze the collar in a particular way, but... Smart. Not smart enough. Not smart enough. Your collars are constantly being upgraded by uh, Eagle One, who is just the biggest dick to you. Just the hugest dick bag. In order to keep you... Basically, you run missions, you come back. Angela, you are put in a cell that is flooded with light. 
and they give you a sleeping mask. That was that was your reward for one year of service of without being a dick. It was a sleeping mask. David, what they've done to you is they've returned back to using a lot of shackles. You can't really burst when you're... It's not even like chain shackles. You are walking with like a, a bar between your legs. Mm-hmm. And the only time you get that out is when you go to go out on the missions. Great. And once again, David, as you're... I mean, they do occasionally slip you stuff to read or because they realize you might go crazy from boredom. Mm-hmm. So what have, what have you been, what are you doing right now when you start hearing, uh, the, the, the collection of boots walking towards your door? Uh, I'm practicing card tricks. Um, but they're all, uh, they're old cards have actually been softened around the sides mm-hmm. by the soldiers so that they can't even hope to be weaponized. Right. Um, because they're like, fuck you, I read comic books, and they soft, and they like, make it so that there's no hard, uh, hard or sharp corners. And my character is doing like a, a fake one-handed fold, or one-handed shuffle, and then is casting, is like flipping one card from the deck into his open hand, and catching it, and he's just trying to get the right card over and over. The door opens up, and, uh, your handler, uh, Miss Beverly is there. An older woman, 50, 60, uh, lab tech, she wears a lab coat, uh, but you've seen her handle a pistol before. She knows what she's doing. She walks forward. There's two soldiers that go behind her and she's like, all right, uh, Gil? Yeah. Uh, we have a mission. Oh, well, you, why didn't you say so? I would have made the place up for you. Mm, she gives you a, a, a tired smile and she just kind of raises for you to, to stand up. <sighs> All right, just follow me. Soldiers, standard positions, you know, and they get behind you, give you plenty of room, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of waddling behind her. How you fellas doing today? You're looking trim? Getting good rest? Yeah, thanks, man. No problem. That's no Stan. Problem. Is Stan, there... Stan is not the worst. He's the yeah. one that gave you the cards. Mm-hmm. That's doing all right. I mean, Stan, we've talked about this. Sorry, man. And uh, you guys, you're, you're being walked uh, towards. Uh, they always have the meetings in the large uh, kind of, where you were, where Liberty Bell died. And he's made a, uh, the general made a declaration to not clean up, uh, the huh. bloodstain. So it's just kind of gross bloodstain area. Nice. So he sits, so you get there and there is a table, a car table, and there's a chair for you. Okay. Okay. Angela, it's been one month, uh, two weeks, and, uh, uh three days. Uh, since you've been out of the light. The light has been nothing but on you. Occasionally you put on the mask, but now you don't like the mask because the mask makes you feel weird. Um, how have you been? Um, well, it's, uh, that's, it's the longest that they've kept me inside, uh, since they gave me the mask. Um, and, uh, it's not good. Because I, because that's, that's a bad sign if they're not letting us go out. It either means that they're mad at us or maybe we're running out of supplies. Mm. Yeah, so what are you and doing then right if now? And if we run out of supplies, if we run out of places to, to scout, then they're never going to let us out again. What, uh, so you start hearing boots. What are you doing when the door starts to open? Uh, she's asleep because since she has no indication of day or night, her circadian rhythm is just completely fucked. So mm-hmm. she thinks it's the middle of the night. It's probably not. Yep. Uh, Beverly, Miss Beverly, I called her, I believe. Sure. Yeah, uh, Beverly. She's uh, she walks in. Uh, this is after she dropped you off, mm-hmm. and she's like, uh, "And does she would she know your name, or do you, have you pretty much given up? Like, I'm blackout. I'm blackout." 
Uh, oh, yeah, like psychotic break. Like if people call her Betty, she doesn't respond anymore. Blackout. What? 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 Okay. We're going to take you outside. No. What? Take no. It. We're going to put a blindfold on you. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. I, I don't need it. I, I'll just, I'll just close my eyes. Okay. That's an option. Uh, or we can illuminate the entire hallway and have no. you walk. Okay. No, 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 no more light. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to put the blindfold on you now. I, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like okay. the blindfold. I don't like it. Put it on. She's like, uh, uh, blackout is just like, she's, um, like trying to do stuff with her hands. She's like combing through her hair. She's, she's not taking the mask. Mm-hmm. So I imagine like eventually someone's like putting it on her and yeah. she's like, she's, she's like twitching and str- not like an outright struggle, just right. like, you know, a toddler who's trying to make it more difficult for mom to put on her snow boots. Right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So they, they, they drag you out. They help you feel uh, a couple of hands on your shoulders as they push, walk you through uh, 23 steps down the hall, 46 steps to the right. I was and, just going to say blackout count steps. Yeah. You know exactly where they're taking you to where, uh, uh, Liberty Bell was blown. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's important. <laughs> uh, when you get there, uh, you suddenly, you, you feel someone grab the mask and yank it off. Ow. No. And, uh, it's, uh, Beverly and she points towards a chair. You see plenty of shadows around you. But you also feel like the ticking, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the collar around your neck. They just don't like transporting you without the, it makes people edgy. Mm-hmm. And she points towards the chair and you see, of course, exclusive there. You guys are kept apart. You don't get to talk until you're up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I take the, the seat. Is it next to him across the table from across him? Across the table. From okay. Him. Yeah, so, uh, uh, Blackout takes her seat and Blackout used to be, uh, I, she's, uh, like a 19-year-old woman at this point, so she's never been super imposing. Um, but, you know, she used to, you know, have very straight posture, you know, almost like a military-style posture because she'd been trained to be this, and now she's like a shell of her former self. She sits, like, kind of hunched down and is muttering to herself. Um, uh, yeah, exclusive is a guy in his, like, 20s, maybe 30s. He's not aging well. He uh, he looks like is, he's... Um, He's Caucasian, maybe, uh, light, uh, light skinned Hispanic. It looks like he stands in front of a, a sandblaster all day. Like he just looks worn and he's got brown matted hair, uh, on his, on his scalp and wears his outfit, which is like blues and silvers. And it looks very space agey. And he, uh, once explained that he dresses like that because he imagined that he was going to broadcast throughout the, the entire universe. And so he needed, he needed to dress <laughs> for any, for any society that might lay beyond the stars. So yeah. And, uh, he's sporting some bruises because there is a direct, there is a direct relation, uh, between how much exclusive brings back in scavenging missions and how much shit he talks afterwards because he recognizes the more valuable he is, the more he can get away with it without dying. And mm-hmm. so after the latest haul of, uh, we're going to say he found a crate of, uh, holy smokes hot sauce mm-hmm. tagline, uh, taste of heaven that burns like hell, which makes any of the god awful food the soldiers have to eat a little bit more bearable. He's only been beaten up for the shit he said to the guards, except for the, the guard that he likes. He, he's, he's promised him that when they break out of here and they reform society, he's going to be his like Andy Richter 
Um, he's going to be the sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he's going to, of course, get his own spinoff and then whatever. Uh, so yeah, he's just kind of like sitting there with like a black eye and a, and a bloodied lip, just staring straight ahead. All right. Beverly takes a seat. Uh, she taps out her, uh, uh, scanner, her, her iPad, whatever it's called. And the door opens and a couple soldiers step in. And you realize, Angela, as you like, you kind of hear the, the whispering of the, the darkness. I mean, it doesn't, it's not a sentient, but it calls to you and you know it's It telling might as you, well be now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's telling you that there are soldiers in the darkness. Uh, they have guns. And the general, he walks. Of course they have guns. They always have guns. He walks forward, so takes a seat at a table. He has guns. And uh, he, he's like signing off a few things that Beverly's uh, going. And someone comes up and says, uh, sir, we're having a difficulty reestablishing the connection. He's like, well, increase the frequency. And he's like, the guy nods his head and walks off. And Beverly's like, okay, we, uh, we have them both here. And he's like, okay, Beverly, uh, can you tell me, are these, uh, are these uh, two psychologically ready to go on this mission? And she's like, oh, of course not, but you've already been told that, uh, that, so they are functional, I guess. We're ready. We're That's good. good. All right. <clears throat> Congratulations, you are being asked by your government to do a mission of the utmost importance. We are in need of a, uh, a bit of equipment, uh, our generator has uh, hit a snag, and we need a replacement parts. Unfortunately, uh, it the only replacement parts that has not been uh, really taken yet is within the city uh, limits of uh, Seattle. But that's really weird. So Patriot Parrot can't just fix it? Where is that asshole anyways? <laughs> He'll be here. He'll be here. Don't you worry. Uh, you will be, uh, both be going out, Patriot Parrot, as you call him, or as you would, I would prefer you call him Eagle One, will be doing his own bit of missioning, uh, to get a part that is a little bit more delicate. You are basically being sent with instructions, uh, a child could follow. You will go to an old laboratory, Hannon Laboratory, and you will get an X-38. I need a pencil. Yeah. Is this yours? Uh, no, that's not mine. An X-38 uh, generator. Um, basically, it's a, it's a larger uh, generator, but you, two of you should be able to carry it out. Um, drop it off into the vehicle and then get back to the base. The only thing you have to worry about, since this is the outskirts, is there might be super Z's. But our preliminary uh, recon of the group says there's nothing but zombies right now. There seems to be some fireworks going on near the harbor. And that's been dragging on a lot of attention of the super Z's. So hopefully it's going to be easy pickings. Do you have any questions? I know you don't like... Patriot Parrot, but what about Conservococ? Stands up, nods towards Stan. Stan's like, God damn it. And Let me have slams it. <laughs> slams you in the face with the butt of his gun. <laughs> oh, we're still cool. Okay. <laughs> and he nods. He's like, oh, wait, you will be going alone? And, uh, always go alone. Uh, are about, you really alone when there's two people? It's about one hour away by car. One hour back by car, 
I'm going to give you about three hours to do the mission to get back here. Should take you a lot less. You got five hours to get back here with the equipment or tick, tick, tick. And you feel the soldiers going behind you and they're just tapping away at the, uh, the collars. Uh, he goes forward, puts the key in, twists it, and then you hear, you feel it basically activate. It can always blow up by manually, mm-hmm. but when it's a countdown, he has to turn the key. And when to turn it, like, turn off the timer, he puts the key back in and turns it back. So even with all the upgrades that Eagle One has been doing over the the years, there's still the key. It's, he's made the key more advanced. Like, you can't make a key to, it is really. You can never duplicate this key. Basically. If, basically I'm saying, like, if one of you wanted to try to pick the lock, if you were able to block the, the recorder and the video, it would still be like a difficulty 40. Dang. Yeah, it is. It's been upgraded with security to the point you could probably pick it. It's just if it, it if it, it gets interfered, like the if it detects anything between there for even a microsecond, it says, "Oh, you're trying to fake it," and boom. So, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. So right, not cool, but five hours. <laughs> All right, five hours. Start in now, gentlemen, uh, lady. You are be given one of our uh, our trucks, so please come back. And if you can fill the tank up before getting back, that'd be delightful. Uh, and remember, what what are we looking for? An X thirty eight generator. X thirty eight generator should be easy to carry in. Get back. You got five hours. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, gentlemen. Now, if you excuse me, uh, we are trying to uh, open up relations with with a Canadian uh, outpost not too far away. They uh, stand up, and he moves up, and soldiers pretty much stand up and start moving out. Of course, Angela, you could feel them in the shadows a little bit still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly comes towards you. Uh, she flicks a light uh, into your eyes, Angela, yeah. trying to see your dilation. Yeah. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. And she goes up towards uh, you, David, does the same thing. And then she, uh, you, they also inject you with some. She's like, okay, there's. Uh, we think there's the bubonic plague uh, kind of picking up with the prairie dog population so don't get bit by any animals um, bites are bad uh, vac- this is a vaccination which should help you if you do get bit um, well by anything other than a super z you know a z. Oh, time time right. is a factor absolutely okay uh, uh, you need to make sure she's okay make sure she gets plenty of air if you I get back you. if you get back with time just sit outside the base. Give it a good 20 minutes of her just breathing in, okay? She needs outside. Yeah, okay, General great. McCracken won't like that order. Okay, let's... Okay. Go. Which, which truck do we have? Uh, Stan, he pulls out uh, like a key and tosses it your way. All right, thanks, man. It's the master key. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, th- thanks, Stan. <laughs> no, He's just, really into this new world order promise. Yeah. Take the prison! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they toss you the keys. Yep. And... You guys are free to, honestly, uh, what Pyro used to do is like, he'd actually just kind of hang out, out, like go walk around the place, check it out sometimes. Nope. Nope. We hop in the, uh, I hop in the driver's seat and then you go upstairs, like you go take the lift, uh, up to, uh, where this is mostly an underground bunker. Mm -hmm. Uh, What time of year is it? It is, I'm going to say, oh, it's winter. It's winter. Okay. Uh, It is, it is cold winter in Washington. Okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna take. Yeah, we're right outside Seattle, David. All of your Shadowrun knowledge should uh, come in useful great. here. Great, <laughs> David. As you, as the door opens to the garage, uh, you see. You know, it's always kind of a skeleton crew up here. There's mm-hmm. soldiers, the people watching it. There's large, giant fucking metal door that no one can really pull open. Not you've seen Super Z's try to do it before. You've had to mow them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, this metal door can take a nuke, pretty much. Okay. 
and slowly and it slowly opens up uh, with technicians and Angela you kind of look up and wonder as you realize it must be Christmas because you see some remnants of like Christmas decorations that somebody kind of like they made like a Christmas tree out of wrenches and stuff like that like you know uh, toolbox mm-hmm. stacking sure. toolboxes and you know different colored stuff so it is clearly near Christmas and you see the truck all gassed up. Uh, you see there's a, a soldier, uh, Tiffany. Uh, she's kind of a tech uh, soldier, mm-hmm. and she walks up. She's like, okay, uh, it's all gassed up. We checked it. You guys shouldn't have a problem at all. And also, just because it's snowing outside, uh, it is. Uh, we've made sure to give you snow tires. Great. Uh, need a blanket uh, in, in case the uh, heating kicks out. Already, We're going to be out there for five hours. Already got it. Uh, Did uh, you give him his night vision goggles? Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. That's in there as well. And also thermos uh, hot chocolate. Great. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, good luck. Bye. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, yeah. Tiffany. Just so you know, not all the soldiers hate you. No, obviously <laughs> like, not. Oh, yeah. 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 But, that makes it so much better, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not, I mean, you do get occasion, like, the hot chocolate is nice. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure you guys understand that you're not, like, No, not, obvious, obviously. I think the, <laughs> uh, plenty of people are uncomfortable with the situation, but as we've learned so many times, like, because they benefit from the unfortunate situation, mm-hmm. they can have the duality of feeling bad about it, but no, I don't know anything Well, about yeah, it. what are you going to do? Like, I, I disagree. Well, you can leave. Yeah. I'm just going to mumble, like, this is bullshit. Yeah, and exactly. And that's going to show you Trump. Yeah. But also, a, a, another thing is, legitimately, they can like us as people, but we can still do things with our minds that they can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Not like, to mention, if one of us gets sick and dies... We're yeah. going to kill them all. Exactly. Right. So, like, even if this dude wasn't in charge, they might be like, oh, about the necklaces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sir. So you guys uh, get in, and uh, as I, you're uh, starting up the car, uh, you see a hulking brute walk by the car, and he's approaching uh, – he's also approaching the door. It's it's a mech, kind of, uh, and you know who it is. It's Eagle One. <laughs> he turns his head towards you. Hey, recruits, how you doing? He's trying to waste our time. We should just drive. I think he's trying to say oil can. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you see him like he activates his jets and he starts. He's kind of following the truck for a little while mm-hmm. and then he fares away. Mm-hmm. He's flying off to do something like he said, probably getting a more specific part. Mm-hmm. And you guys find everything you need uh, in this uh, truck. You, there's there's some like rations, trail mix. You have hot cocoa, um, Angela. You. It's it's kind of dark out. It's mm-hmm. kind of getting close towards. You think it's actually early morning, mm-hmm. but it's, it hasn't reached dawn yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, you 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 know it's kind of like uh, granola bars, mm-hmm. uh, blankets. The heaters run. The car is just fine. It is snowing pretty bad. It's a couple inches of snow on the. Uh, uh, I toss the blanket to. I toss the blanket to blackout, and I say, "Here, put this over your head and get some rest. I don't need you being any sloppier than last time." Get some sleep. Wasn't sloppy. You were sloppy. She says <laughs> as she as she she pulls the the blanket over her. And head. You look at the darkness and first thing you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> Nailed it. You know what I mean. <laughs> I just want to see like the difficulties. Like I just want to see what they were again. Like, uh, I think like super basic is ten. Oh, here it is. Got it. Is it? No, that's that's bullshit. I'm bullshit. <laughs> David, I am going to make you roll oh, a... Oh, uh, fuck's sake. Do you have drive? No. Oh, you don't have drive. You should have one point in drive. Everyone has one point in drive. Oh, really? Yep. There's uh, basic skills that everyone has. Um, oh, no, I did not Drive, know. local knowledge, tech basic, and ur- urban survival. 
Oh, well, look at that. So you have one in all of those. Oh, that's why you have urban survival. Yep. So you do technically start with at least one point of acquisition points. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Might be local knowledge, too, because now I have local knowledge, four. All right. So, Dave, this is going to be just a routine. It's I'm making you roll just because it mm -hmm. is snowing pretty badly. Mm-hmm. But you've also driven in Washington so, before. So. so I've drive at one, you said, Andrew? Yes. Okay. Drive at one and then local knowledge of one? It's one or two, and then tech basic one and urban survival one. Okay. So that's 2d10 plus your quickness die. Uh, so that's another d10. Great. And make sure it's a different color. Uh, that reminds me, I want to get, uh, I want to get <coughs> sets of dice that are all uniform colors so that we can interchange the colors. Because some of us are colorblind and that shit gets difficult. Uh, we're just gonna say that the green, the green is my quickness die. And it's this plus one. Uh, so that's a nine, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Great. Yeah, you, you, it's, a, you're skidding through like the roads. I mean, they clearly haven't been plowed in, well, years. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you see, of course, zombies kind of just lumbering around. Most of the zombies just kind of sit around, lay around until they actually hear the diesel engine of your, uh, truck. Mm -hmm. And then they start sitting up. But by the time they get up and start following you, you're already just peeling away. Uh, the world around you is filled with, with woods. Um, you see a kind of a hint that a forest fire must have gotten out of hand at some point because half of the uh, road is kind of on, like, just, it's covered in snow, but you see that there is burn marks throughout the bark, while the other half of the road, it seems like that's kind of where the fire stopped. Mm -hmm. And right now, you're just passing abandoned cars, abandoned zombies, and abandoned, like, just anything. At one point, you pass a piano. That looks like someone just dropped on the side of the road. It's like, oh, no, I'm no longer carrying this shit. Mm -hmm. um, it looks surprisingly okay, though. I'll mm -hmm. be honest. Like, they must have dumped that off fairly recent, which is crazy. Oh. Uh, but yeah. I'll keep that in mind in case the soldiers want to do a nice Christmas round robin. <laughs> you look around for anybody to hear you. And you're like, oh. Yep. Repeat the self. <laughs> Note to self, tell Stan that joke. <laughs> All right, so you're continuing going on, and as you drive, uh, you know, 10 minutes turns to 15, 15 to 30, 30 mm -hmm. to getting close to an hour. Mm -hmm. And as you, the deeper you go, uh, it gets a little bit less foresty, gets a little bit more townhousey, gets a little bit more neighborhood, to the point where finally you've gotten to an area where you know you probably should get out of your car and walk the rest of the way. Okay. Uh, and, and our, this is uh, the very outskirts of like a Seattle city. Like it's, okay. you're not even in a city. You're in a like the suburbs. You're in a suburb of it. It's called like I don't know, Liveport. Sure. Sorry, people. I don't uh, know. Irony. Yeah, Liveport. Um, it's not even close to a port either. That's the problem. Uh, sorry, Liveland. Liveland. I like it. Liveland. It's Liveland, which is a uh, kind of a suburb of uh, Seattle. Um. Yeah, except when I when I uh, I park right next to the uh, the Liveland population, <laughs> and someone's and it's been slashed across. Of course, um, and I uh, prod blackout. Uh, you look at the city, and it's also the uh, uh, Liveland in underwear that it's quote is called. It originally says a little bit of living, a little bit of love, mm -hmm. and it says a little bit of living, and it says then it just says like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just no one was creative. Like it's actually it looks like they must have. Yeah, you, you actually see it's, it's written in blood, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And you see, uh, um, 
a skeleton like against that, and Ooh. you see like a, a a rusted gun. Uh, clearly blew his brains out. Yep. Someone probably got bit, and they didn't know about the burn. Mm-hmm. Blackout, wake up. Uh, Blackout like shoots straight up, throws the uh the 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 blanket off, and like flails. You're okay. You're okay. You're inside the truck. You're inside the truck. You're okay. We're just outside of Liveland. We're here to get the X thirty eight. I know. Feels good in here. I mean, there's plenty of darkness. There's not too much light. You like it. It's good, mm-hmm. and it's and you think it's going to be morning soon. Under the it's best. Time to wake up anyway. Under the best of circumstances, you used to pummel people like me. So I just wanted to make sure that everyone's still on the same cognitive page. So Duh. it's cold outside. Do you? Have... I'm fine. Fine. All right. Good. Okay. The darkness warms me. It's. It's currently about what four o'clock in the afternoon. You said it's no, morning. Uh, no. Morning. It's, oh, it's morning. It's, it's like five thirty. Like it's it's starting to peak a little bit towards like the sun is rising. Okay, we're gonna get first ru- first sunlight in a little while. So, whatever whatever meditation you have to do in order to deal with that, you just go ahead and do it. I'm not a bat. You have not heard the rumors about you. <laughs> Let's go. A little bit louder, Angela, when you say this stuff. I'm not a bat. Okay. But, so. I heard you the first time. <laughs> you just like, I imagine the, the difference in audio is like, I make something, I make some pithy comment and you just lean across the, the cab and say it like breathing on me. But yeah, so you get out of the car. Uh, you, you park the car like it's an old kind of gravel, uh, gravel area on the side of the road. Maybe it looks like where people used to park to make out. Um, in like the most hillbilly makeout spot ever, because <laughs> it kind of looks over like it kind of looks oh, over you like. Mean a, the, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, it, yeah. No, it's it, it it's kind of like a gravel area. You park and you, you it kind of if you squint you can see kind of uh, like a clearing that has like a water like a shitty waterfall or something like that. It's not that great of a makeout spot, but that never. But when you're a teenager, any place is worth it. Uh, so yeah, you kind of park in that area and you get out and. The road continues straight ahead. You got about a mile uh, of going inland until you get to Hainan uh, Labs. Okay. Well, um, I guess I'll take point. You, which is, uh, he, it's an address. You never heard of Hainan Labs, um, and it's weird because this is like very much a suburban area. Like, that's weird. Yeah. It's probably privately funded bullshit for. Does it really matter? I don't know. It used to. Yeah, long time ago. Let's move. Your collars begin beeping. Beep, yeah. Beep, 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 Okay, this is uh, General uh, McCracken. Are you, uh, w- uh, where is your location? When did you install that sound? What happened to a simple <laughs> When you're that far away, we have to do a couple relays, bounce you off a couple satellites. I'm sorry for worrying you. <laughs> We just reached the outskirts of Lo- of Liveland. All right. Well, it is your one twenty minutes, one hour and twenty minutes into your journey. I hope you have a speedier uh, time getting back. Remember, five hours. Yeah, I'm at five oh one. You guys are down two people and an X thirty eight. So I guess we're all kind of up Shit's Creek right now, General. Anything else? Good luck, America's uh, America's rooting for you, dude. And he finds out. 
He never really signs out. He stops talking to you. I mean, <laughs> like I said, this hears and sees everything you yeah. say. Which is why you always look at your dick when you pee, David. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. Every time. Yeah, every, every time. time. Yep. Every time. Look at that wipe. As, as I'm, <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. Oh, God. But no, somebody's watching and they will pay. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, you only hope Stan's not the one who's like, oh, God damn, man. <laughs> Okay, 501, he, he wipes his ass. 502, he makes a sock puppet out of it. <laughs> oh, ah, can we move on, please? Okay, so yeah, it's about a mile into the suburbs. All right. Uh, yeah, so, so we start heading out. All right. Uh, I need to all, uh, make stealth checks. Uh, because you see zombies and you're just gonna be trying to pass them by. Mm-hmm. I'm also gonna be rolling zombies. I'm also gonna be rolling to see if the zombies get you. Or it notices you. Alright, what are we rolling with? Yeah, stuff? if it's contested, don't one of us just roll above the people we're trying to stealth around? Because yeah. if it's contested, then what are we trying to roll over that they're also trying to roll over? Hold on, I'm just trying to see where zombies are at. This thing never. Hey. Where are the zombies at? <laughs> My milkshakes bring all the zombies to the yard. Alright, let's just make this a, a roll. Get over 20. Okay. Yeah. This is a little bit because you're kind of slipping through. I mean, what could have happened is I, it's basically a contested roll of they roll theirs, add their uh, bonuses, you roll yours, add yours, and whoever gets higher wins. Okay. But, and they right, get stupid bonuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get ridiculous, like plus 23 and shit. Okay. So right now, uh, you guys, this is just difficulty 20, I think. Are we using quickness or prowess? Uh, what do you usually use for stealth? I don't Great know. Great question. See, when I made Shepard, I wrote all the attributes after every single that's skill. Smart. Yeah, that's why it took two and a half years. All right, here it is. It's quickness. Ha ha. Cool. Okie dokie. Yeah, no. Um, so that's a 17 of uh, 23. All right, Angela, what'd you get? 12. Okay. You are a shadow in the night. <laughs> David, you are moving like just – you're moving through backyards, which makes this even more weirder because you know you're going in the right direction, but you're heading – you don't see any towers. You don't see any buildings. This is a suburban area. Mm-hmm. So – and you're actually making good time because you're, you're, you've opted to basically kind of – instead of the roads, which are covered with just zombies laying around, mm-hmm. you're going through backyards. I'm just really careful. I'm hopping over, hopping over fences, really trying to be careful of any sort of prairie dogs that have bubonic plague. <laughs> right. Because uh, he's legit worried. Zombies, yes. Doesn't want to die by prairie dog bite. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. You got a so, vaccine. I mean, vaccines yeah. always work. You're doing okay. Angela, uh, you kind <laughs> of, you, you jump to go over a fence and you just don't make it and you kind of snag yourself and you're like, ah, and you kind of fall, um, into a backyard, uh, loudly and kind of all, you kind of are silent for a second, both just kind of waiting. And then as you stand up and you're moving past, uh, it's like a play castle, um, a hand, a bony hand, reaches ah. out to try to grab you. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a, a kid hand. Yeah. Ugh. So they're going to make a grapple check. I'm going to quickly read on grapple. Grab. Okay. Uh, See, reach. <laughs> oh, wait, they're going to try to grab you. Uh, they get to roll their prowess. Uh, and it's versus your avoidance. Okay. There's nothing. This is just a grab. All right, they have to beat a 17. All right, so their prowess is a D8. 
Oh, I didn't get it. Oh, there is a D8. Oh. <laughs> there went the D8. We need more D8s. We do. But just for this game. 17, you said? Yes. Oh, okay. They missed. Like, uh, uh-huh. it, it goes for you, uh, and you just completely misses you, and then it kind of, like, a zombie tumbles out. Uh, now we need to roll a, uh, let's all get our initiative started. Uh, there's a couple zombies in the play castle. Dang. Yay! Can I go pee real quick? Oh, well, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, if we can take like three minutes, five oh. minutes. Do you have to pee? I'd have to pee too. Oh my go. god, yeah. You first. Okay. Ladies first. How's it going? It's going good. Also, because I'm really going to try to aim for the, the mirror this time, and I, I want to be able to take my time. It's my opus, Billy! It's how I express myself! Okay. Woo, alright. Okay, so everybody, uh, roll your initiative. Done. Don't eat at the table, there. So, you know how to do initiative? It's roll. If it's initiative three, you get to roll three d ten. Take the lowest one. I did. It's great. All right. I'm Zombies go at six. Mm-hmm. David, what's yours? One. Jeez, Angela. Five. Five. <clears throat> hey, there are four zombies. Go. Yeah. So. Go ahead. And remember, you can just attack them. You can do devastating attacks. You can do all that stuff. But David, what do you do first? Right? Okay, this is, this is the scene that you see in front of you. Angela barely avoided a, uh, a, uh, a, a princess castle attack. Like, one of the zombies is hanging through the window. Two others, uh, three others are kind of pushing through the little doorway. Uh, it looks, these are probably teenagers at mm-hmm. best. Uh, and, or just really small adults. Um, and they're, they seem to be eyed on Angela now because she's the one that failed to roll. Um, your choice on what you want to do. Uh, I want to, I can grab, I want to grab, uh, Midnight or whatever the hell her name is. Blackout. Blackout and get out of there. Okay, so. So I guess, what would that be, like an assisted fucking run roll or athletics yeah, yeah, roll? Yeah, basically you would both be working together uh, and one of you is going to roll and then you get a plus two to uh, an assist. Since you're helping Angela, I guess you're going to be the one rolling an athletics roll. Okay. And you get a plus two for... Actually, since she's kind of... It's going to do a minus two because she's slowing you down a little bit. But you can assist her. Okay. If he's assisting... So if he's assisting me, then I would roll yeah. with okay. the plus two. This is not more of an assist. It's more of a you're you're kind of a detriment. You're not assisting each other. You're kind of grabbing her. I mean, assisting is more. It would just be him trying doing a like athletics roll, I guess, to drag me away. Yeah, but it, he gets a minus because. Okay. Yeah, so you okay. get a minus two. So you're dragging her away, uh, and it's just your athletics roll. It's a tr- uh, it's going to get above twenty. Okay, what's the stat? Uh, quickness. Okay. okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Explodes. Uh, so 13. Yeah, easily. Yeah, you, you grab Angela and you both are darting away. Uh, what's your pace? Uh, three. Yeah, and their pace is two, so you easily outpace them, uh, with Angela. Uh, and so they're just chasing you now, and you guys are just booking it towards, uh, the, 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 the fence across yeah, the way. Fuck the jig. Jig is up. Alright, so are you gonna stop the fight, or are you gonna go over the fence? Nope. Nope, fighting is the last thing that we need to do. All right, so Angela, he's gonna—he's going for the fence. So are you going up as well? 
Um, I'm going to pause to uh, lower the darkness in the yard that we're in, which is going to give the zombies, a, if I succeed, uh, gives the zombies a complex push. Uh, so they'll go even later. Okay. Giving us more time. Cool. Uh, you do you, baby. Let's see. It... Fuck yeah. Wow, nice work. Uh, so that is 28, 29, 33, 33. It definitely slows them down. That's your thing. Yep, so the uh, the darkness, lo- uh, it's equal to like... Uh, the dark, the, the the light amount of light lowers by two levels, mm-hmm. um, and the secondary effect of darkness. This is a, a power modification that I did. Uh, it has uh, it gives the secondary effect of a complex push, so the zombies are pushed back four ticks. I think. Cool. So Angela spins around, holds out her hand, and almost seems like a wave of darkness floods out from her. But it's really just her affecting the darkness, like, or maybe just taking away the light. Mm-hmm. And it kind of hits the zombies and pushes them back into the castle, um, not locking the door or anything, but just kind of makes them slam against the wall a little bit as uh, a wave of darkness kind of disenvelops them, giving you guys easily enough time to jump over into the next yard. Beautiful. And... This yard is abandoned, save for a uh, a uh, dog house with a uh, a skeletal uh, skeleton of a dog uh, resting there. Oh, boo! Now we got to put this game on that website of when dogs die in the <laughs> movie. All right, we sneak away. We try to sneak away. Yeah, shut up. All right, let's try to let's do another uh, stealth. Let's do another stealth roll. Okay. Twenty exactly. Well, then. Um, I'm going to pay a plot die. Right. So I'm adding my plot die to my roll. And I shoot David's character. What? Yeah. That's a little better. Let's see. Fifteen. Yeah, twenty-seven. Great. Uh, you both get a plot die for good role playing so far. Yeah. So give you guys. Thank you. I'm going to try to get Jesus to make do more plot die for you guys. <laughs> All right, Angel. What's your personality flaw, by the way? I'm a poor substitute. Cool. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say poor judge of character. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> the general's really nice. <laughs> what? what? He says to it, he has a hard job. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you guys, you, you begin stealthing through uh, uh, the city. Uh, though you're able to move and not catch the eye of zombies, you're definitely riling them up as zombies are starting to, you, starting to moan a little bit louder in this area as you're guessing they're catching the scent of you. So while they, you're not so much hiding from them as in you're ahead of them and you're not, you're not getting their attention before you pass. Cool. So as you're, you're, you're moving, uh, down and David, you have like a little map thing on your wrist that's mm-hmm. basically kind of telling you where to go. And you jump another fence and right in front of you is a normal looking suburban, suburban house. And it's, uh, you see on the window, it says like 498, uh, Melbourne Street, um, Hannon residence. Han- Hannon, as in the Hannon complex or whatever we're looking for? Is Hannon right? Labs. Hannon Labs. Is this? Uh, oh, like, maybe it was like a doctor that did like blood tests or something, you know, like uh, family practice or whatever. Uh, you- why would they have a lab? I don't know. You go check it out. <laughs> it is a one-story. It, it's a one-story house, uh, you know, picket fence. Um, 
backyard you're in right now, you see they kind of had a pool. They had a shed in the back, um, probably a four bed, maybe four bedrooms, uh, uh, one bathroom, maybe two bathroom if like one was connected. Kitchen, dining room, living room, basement, those kind of things. It's not a huge house, but it's it's pleasant. It's uh, huge compared to New York. It's a New York <laughs> mansion. Yo, wow, yeah. They have, a, they have a dining room that they use just for dining. Dining. That's weird. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go up and, and look in the windows. Cool. You walk, uh, you walk in, you look through the windows and it is dark, but that doesn't really matter no, to you. No, not a problem for me. Yeah. You kind of squint your eyes and the darkness just kind of dissipates a little bit for you. And you see right now is the room that you're looking for. It's, it's an old crib. Uh, there's an old crib. There's a tipped over diaper room. Uh, diaper, uh, t- bed, bed, whatever it's called. Changing, Changing table. table. Changing table, thank you. Uh, it's a kid's room, clearly up for a baby. And it's just torn apart? Um, I, I'm going to, uh, are we in the, are we in the backyard or the? Backyard. Um, I'm gonna go around to the front of the house, uh, cause often for places that have, you know, like a private practice in a, a residential neighborhood, like there'd be some sort of sign that says, like, you know, Use this entrance. Uh, you go into the front and you see zombies are just kind of laying around. Um, they're going to notice you pretty soon. But you scan around. It looks like a normal house. But the biggest thing that you kind of tells you that something's amiss is there's a giant, looks like an outward explosion happened from this house. As in like uh, some sort of blast was shot from the living room oh. out towards the house. I'll spray because I got a better angle from Oh, I got this. Go okay. to me. Sorry, sorry, everybody. We're still trying to discipline cats. Well, the people who live here are trying to discipline. I'm just being malicious. Yeah. <laughs> Angela, roll a perception check. This is sight based. And David, where are you staying so far? She decided to go forward. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for her to come back. Right. Just sitting there with a granola bar. No, I got my I got my thermos of hot chocolate, man. Yeah, twenty eight. I'm pimping. This looks like an energy blast outwards from the living room. All right. So there's a, there's a giant hole where the front door used to be. All right. I'm going to scuttle back to the backyard. Okay. The zombies are clearly starting to moan a little bit, as in they, 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 they caught a scent. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you see David there just slurping away at his, uh, his drink. There was some kind of... Okay. Sorry. Really? Didn't see Still? That. You used to haunt the dreams of people of my kind. <laughs> Who says I don't still? That's awful. What did you see? There, uh, 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 Blackout is obviously doing much better now that she's in her element, quite literally. Uh, she still has some, some twitchiness, but she can communicate a little bit more clearly than she could when she was mm-hmm. locked up. Uh, there's been, uh, there was a, a like an energy blast from the the front of the house, like from from inside, like from the living room, out. So the front half of the house is is kind of gone, and there's and there's zombies. Okay, so I guess back back door is the way in. Um, well, I mean, we could go through the front because there's there's no door. Yeah, but there's zombies. Mm. So let's let's try back door. All right. It's locked, but David, it's kind of like one of the, like you go to the and you jangle it, and you're like, "This will, this is a security check of fifteen tops." Okay. If you want to do it silently, yes. 
Okay. Yep, got it. Yep, you reach down. You don't even need to kind of like do like a pick lock. It's one of those things where you kind of twist the knob in a certain like fashion. Yeah. And then just like kind of hit like, it yeah, upwards. It. Yeah. And it opens up. It's, it's a, it, it looks like there was, make, everybody make a perception, uh, perception site or you can use a security instead. This is something that you're, it's basically insight security or insight perception. Okay. Whichever is. Not a D10. 27. Uh, do we have any more D8s? You can borrow mine. Yeah, I don't think I have any of them here. Uh, yeah, we've got D8. Okay, there we go. Uh. Thank you. Alright. Uh, so that is a 7, 12, plus... The scale. There um, we go. So 7, 12, 16, 17, 18, 19. Okay, so Angela, you got 27, you got 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela, you notice that the door is like kind of crappy. It, it looks like a French door, nothing really, not a complex lock. But as you kind of pass under the frame, you see that there's kind of a shutter area where shutters would come down. Mm-hmm. Um, and you assume that this... This had higher security at one time. But as soon as you walk in, it is a, it is, uh, a, it's a dining room area. Kind of the dining room that looks into the living room, that looks into the kitchen. Um, and this place is, it, it's definitely seen better days. There's holes in the wall. You see, uh, you see a skeleton, uh, crumbled against, uh, the back of, like, against the refrigerator, holding a bundle in its arms. Uh-oh. Um, but this person's been long dead. Uh, it looks like uh, picked clean, mm-hmm. you would say. Well, I'm going to look on like the other side of the house. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you move away and you start investigating and you're looking around the house. I, I'm specifically looking for like a door to a basement or something, figuring that if this was a lab, basements are good places to put labs. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you guys are investigating. So mm-hmm. um, just do another quick investigation. It's just, I just want to, I have a number in my head that will get you there. Mm-hmm. 20. Uh, 23. Uh, 27. 30. Okay, 30. Wow, that's really good. Uh, David, uh, well, first, Angela, so are you splitting apart or are you guys sticking together? Uh, I'm going off, uh, whether you tick, follow tick, or... Tick, tick, tick. Oh, yeah. So, so she she made the decision for me. Right. Angela, you move off, and you're going down the hallway, and you opened, like, uh, a door, and it's a laundry room. And uh, the laundry room is just... its I guess it's the nicest room <laughs> in the house, because no one's really been in there for a while. There's a collection of dust. You think you see where, like, a rat nest has been started up, but mm-hmm. rats have chewed through, like, the wall, so they can get in and out, so there's no rats. Um, you do see... Um, uh, and then you close that door and you go down uh, and you find uh, a locked door, um, but you can't seem to get in it yet. So it's going to take a little time. Right. But it's, it, it seems uh, like a sturdy, sturdy door. David, uh, as she's walking down the hall, you turn you're in, uh, and you kind of move into the kitchen. It's kind of what kind of what you do when mm-hmm. you go to a place. Why not always look for like some hot sauce? Yeah, of course. Uh, this place, uh, you open up a few and it seems like a lot of the supplies have already been eaten away by rats. But mm-hmm. you find like 
you find like some Crisco, like you know, yeah. some like small stuff things. we can use. Yeah, nothing, nothing too delightful. You're not going to get any pats on the back, but mm-hmm. they might not beat the shit out of you. Yep. Um, and then you kind of notice a door in the reflection of the Crisco jar, and you turn around, and it's a door. Uh, and you f- clearly get the vibe. You're like, okay, that's the cabinet over there. That's the pantry. I bet this is the basement door. Mm. Okay. Uh, it also has like you know uh, uh, a couple of child-proof locks on it, mm-hmm. proving that. You, Clearly, this guy had a kid, and he didn't want him down, like, opening the door and falling through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I open up one of the cupboards and whisper into the darkness, Blackout, I found it. She doesn't respond. <laughs> I don't know that. You're, uh, I am going entirely <laughs> off of the urban myths that I know about your character. And so, yeah. And then I, I say it into the darkness, and then I just say it with my evil villainous thoughts. <laughs> There's also communicate. You have a walkie-talkie if you want. I forgot. I should probably say you have walkie-talkies. Blackout, did you hear me? <laughs> I found the door. Why didn't you say that? I don't need this right now, Blackout. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Angela, and- you're in front of your own door, so what do you want to do? Um, uh, I found a door, too. Okay. One quick second of scavenging, and then we gotta go get this thing. Because once we, I like come down the hallway um, <clears throat> with my little flashlight, like because once we get this X thirty eight, the entire gig is gonna be us carrying it back to the truck. Okay. I got it covered. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, Angela, you're starting to see zombies. Oh, you're starting to hear zombies moving towards the house. They clearly are catching your sniff, uh, your scent. Um, and there's that giant hole in the middle of the mm-hmm. uh, living room. But right now the door is there in front of you, very much locked. 25 difficulty if you want to try to open it via a lockpick. If you're assi- if one of if both of you can lockpick, one of you can assist, which gives you a plus two on the roll. Cool. Uh, what's your larceny? Or like, what's your larceny plus insight for the? Good. Or question. logic? I think logic is usually larceny. Logic. Oh God, that's not good. Uh, yeah. Um. Because I've got a D6 plus two. I've got a D6 plus four, so I so guess. So it'll be a D6 plus six, because I'm assisting you. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like shinier lockpicks than you or something. All right, cool. Uh, that out. That was not that great. Eight, twelve. Twelve plus, so sixteen. Eighteen, 18 yeah. All right, it's actually not bad. Okay. Uh, it doesn't open. Uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, it's, this clock is very much more tricky. You can try it again, but you would, you can either try breaking it down or you can move on. Or if you do try it again, it would be a minus two because you've already attempted. Okay. Can you tell, can you tell me what's on the other side of this? How would I do that? With the darkness. Well, I, ca- I can't see on the other side. There's not a keyhole? Uh, there's, there is not a keyhole you can look through, but there is a, a little bit of room between, like under, then I'm gonna teleport. Okay. So you kinda, <laughs> you kinda reach, like, bury your face into the floor and kinda peek under. You don't see anything. Except I do. Well, I have to yeah, be able to no, see and I yeah, see Yeah, you, yeah. You see not a lot, but you see enough, like, you see like a kind of a- Like, do I see stairs or something? Uh, not stairs. Okay. What you do see is basically, uh, You see kind of it, – it's either a dresser leg or a bed leg, one of those. It's like this is a bedroom, you think. Oh, all right. Um, I'll do it. 
Uh, the entire time you're doing that, by the way, my character is like telling you what to do. Like, okay, try to look for a reflective surface to get us an <laughs> idea of how big the room is. Or uh, can you tell me what kind of lock it is from where you can see that? Whoa, uh, uh, crit, critical success. <laughs> I'm just, poof, gone. <laughs> do you want to take David with you? Sure. <laughs> you, you can't. Do we, do, do I appear the inverse of where I was on the other side of the door, like still pressed against it? Like, so can you tell me if you see a reflective yeah. surface? Angela, you normally can't take a person with you, but there's sometimes when you can. Your mom could do it. Yeah. So occasionally it crops up. I like just like I've I've learned the theory behind it, but I was never allowed to practice it because it's really fucking dangerous. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Angela, you pop into you kind of this mold out of one shadow into another in another dark room, and David, you're just pressed against the door, <laughs> finally looking like yep. okay, and then you realize your face is pressed against like it looks like a uh, a calendar that wasn't there like a second ago. What? Come on, we need to figure out why why a, a bedroom would have such a heavy lock. Uh, because a 13-year-old's parents don't know how to knock. Uh, oh, so you spin around. It's, it's, it is completely dark in here. Uh, David, uh, you can't really see unless you have like a flashlight out. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna take out my, my flashlight. Angela, you can absolutely see through here. And what you see is it looks like at some point someone used the bed to, uh, the pin, like, press against the, uh, the window. And that kind of held, but see, you see also iron shutters that had been ripped, pulled open. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of light streaming through, but not much at all. This was a bedroom, and it looks like someone's last stand. Mm-hmm. And as you look to the left, you see uh, you see a uh, uh, what looks kind of almost like a diving suit, just kind of slumped against the side of the the room. Um, helmet. Uh, it has like a like a, a Mega Man blaster arm. Uh, you see the other side. Like he, it looked like he got the glove on some of the like like the chassis for the chest and the head, but he hadn't gotten some of, like his other arm. Uh, uh, in uh, the power, this is power armored guy. Oh wow! And he's just and he's just a, like laying there slumped. The hell! Uh, I want to see if I can scavenge anything off the power armor. Cool. Uh, you approach and you kneel down and you start picking away and make a roll. Uh, scavenging? Yeah. What's your passive, um, uh, insight? Two. How do we do, like, passive? Um. So go ahead and make a roll for, uh, uh, taking shit off this thing. Would I also be, um, involved in this passive perceptive modifier, which may or may not have something to do with being surprised? Sure. Okay, in which case you are looking at a 22. Okay. Thank you very much. I rolled an 11. Solid. So you press a button, it's like, do, 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 do. Respectables. Yeah. All sixes, right. 18. So you had 17? Yep. And you had? 22. Uh, okay. Angela starts picking things off this. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of looking around. And then you just get that feeling of, since you're a speedster. By the way, people, just in case you didn't know, <laughs> David's a speedster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. should have brought that up. Yeah. FYI. It's kind you of just kind of feel the vibration or something catches your eye before it catches hers. Mm-hmm. You see the finger of the unarmored hand mm-hmm. um, 
you see first your mind reminds you it's like, hey, did you recognize that he had a bite mark on his like bicep? Mm-hmm. Hey, did you just realize that his finger kind of moved two inches to the left mm-hmm. in one area than when it was last time you saw it? <laughs> so the inside of my character's brain is two guys over like a over like a, a water um, a water cooler being like, hey, by the way, did you see that uh, the woman we're working with? Yeah, she's totally the she's picking a zombie apart. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and it's like it's like, oh no, I, I bet she she saw that she's a superhero, whatever. Yeah. So. You Let's see this. Next. You don't. You do not have enough time unless you want to use a power to help her out to stop it. Mm-hmm. You can warn her to take away the tactical edge of the zombie because it's going to reach for her. Uh, I'm going to burn. Uh, I'm going to activate celerity mm-hmm. so that I can knock down the difficulty of pulling her back, or not difficulty, but uh, the cost of what? It, what would it be? A complex or whatever the terminology is. Like There's a shield. Like <laughs> so, it basically holds you closer to the zombie. No, no. Eat her first. <laughs> no, there's got to be a it's move. Like movement is a simple action. There's got to be a move where you pull someone away from something. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So this would be book two. Okay, here's special what we, movement yeah. types. Sure, but first, everybody make an initiative roll since it's not going to get a surprise attack because you're going to say something probably or mm-hmm. do something. So yep. everybody can make an initiation. Ah. Okay, cool. The one time I want my dice to roll, though. Ouch. Okay, cool. As a complex action, you can use the assist ally to either bolster another attack or uh, or avoidance. Choose a target within a melee and an ally that can also strike the target. You provide your ally with a bonus equal to your passive power prowess modifier to either their avoidance defense or their next melee attack. Great. So, you would give her... Avoidance. Great. So I took away the I took away the surprise bonus, and I'm going to add to her avoidance. That's perfect. Good. So oh. Angela, what what time do you go? Six. He goes at five. Okay, I what? go at five as well. What? So you're basically assi- this is what you do. You're assisting her, mm-hmm. thus giving her what's the pass your prowess? Uh, what's your Three. pass modifier? Three. So my avoidance will now be twenty. Great. So the zombie is going to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Declaration of intent. Um nom nom. A pretty cocky zombie, I'd say. <laughs> it's actually going to try to try to try to grab you. Just reach out with its fingers and lock onto your. Look out for the power glove. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So seven, nine, seventeen, mm-hmm. seventeen, I'm sorry, sixteen, twenty, and then he gets uh, no. A little bit because I think isn't melee like it's melee so melee is a skill yeah yep he would get a plus three so twenty three I owe a twenty what Angela do you want to use a hero point to technically can't use them after a roll oh yeah oh, we'll, we'll we'll play that right now so yep okay Angela he's going to grab you and it will deal its die damage uh, might die and damage so it is its might is eight. It does one point of damage. Woo. Uh, do you have any armor uh, for... Uh, I do. I've got one point of uh, melee armor. Great. So it does no damage to you. But she is successfully grappled? She is successfully grappled. Okay. So she, I don't know if this is how this game works, but in almost every other role-playing game, this is now a dance of death where one person tries to clinch the other. Right. So, Angela, it grabs onto you, and what it's going to do now, uh, because it has grabbed you successfully, is that you're going to have a harder time to move. 
mm-hmm. uh, and to attack it. So I'm just trying to say, uh, uh, well, tell me what you want to do since it's grabbed you. Um, Screen flail. <laughs> I am all right. So, took me ten burnout to teleport in here. Have I gotten any of that back? No, it's kind of just one. Okay, scene. I was just wondering because I haven't used it for what would have been a couple of ticks. Sure. Yeah, because burnout goes down for every tick, right? Mm-hmm. Or it returns. So you got five. Okay, uh, cool. So basically, if an attack surpasses their target's avoidance by five or more, it did not. The target is pinned. Okay, uh, attempt to st- uh, see grapple below. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it okay, begins. Great. The, the following grapple maneuver all requires a target or a defender to grapple or grab. Keeping in mind while grappled, your enemy may take uh, may take the upper hand. Escape. Athletics. You can either uh, try to escape, which is a might check, mm-hmm. or melee, or it's a basically uh, an athletics with might uh, versus the target's passive melee, or you could try to attack. Uh, him grabbing me, was that a simple action or a complex action? Complex. Action. Complex. Uh, then I am just going to try to lower the light to push him back another complex action. Solid. So you basically mace him with darkness? Yes. Oof, uh, six, sorry, uh, 11, uh, 16. Um, he, there's no effect because uh, uh, you mace his helmet, and clearly he, this helmet, you see it kind of beep, 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 and lights up as in like... Uh, it's going to take care of it itself. It, it, it basically has a countermeasure. Um, well, I mean, because it doesn't affect one person. It affects the area. But, but, oh, shucks. Including myself? Uh, yeah. But it, but for him, he has a countermeasure, life support, which is gases or anything like that. Gas, but this isn't a gas. This is just the light. This would, this would be your... Um, your half your arm or your armor rating period. This would be like a an, a uh, what's it called an energy of attack, right? Well, except I'm not. It's no, it's not an energy so attack what, yet. What power are you using? I'm using darkness. I'm not controlling the darkness. That's that's the energy manipulation. This is just darkness. I'm lowering the light level. And you have an additional effect. Yes. Yeah, but that do you just get that additional effect? Like how how does it that sounds work? like a vigor roll? Maybe darkness. Okay. Anytime this light source is brought into this area. So you, you added something to this that makes it harder for people to see. It's not very clear on what sort of die roll you have to do. What I've added is the complex push so that the the target in the area, he now goes six ticks later than he normally would. So it's kind of like, a, oh, here, Billy, La Sombra, um, and oh, Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like when they when they summon inky darkness, that basically like slows people down. Okay, so when you use this perk, you must not only successfully hit the target of your power primary, you must also surpass the secondary effect's data defense for the secondary effect to apply. If you fail to defeat this secondary defense, you still apply your primary power effect. Okay, so there should be a chart underneath there? Fortitude. Okay, there we go. So, Angela, what is what did you roll? 16. Okay, zombies fortitude... This guy's uh, fortitude, he's 16. So you hit him, you've lowered everything, but it's not going to work. Okay. But, yeah. And what the described is basically he has something in his helmet that kind of helps him. Doesn't attacker win on this game? No, it's attacker loses. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go. Um, uh, who goes? So, Angela, you went. Uh, so, who goes? Uh, he did a complex, so he's going at, tw- uh, that was five? Mm-hmm. So he'll go at 11. He did a complex action, so that would be nine. Complex actions are nine. Oh. Uh, R4. Okay, so I just helped her, uh, assisting her. Was that a complex? Complex action. So I'm also at nine. Yes. Okay. Okay, so seven, eight, nine. Yep. But Angela, he's going to try, he's, he's grabbed you, so he's going to try to attack. David, you can go first. Okie doke. Uh, so she's still grappled? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and since she's in the way, uh, no, no, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of what we can do. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could still do a devastating attack and try to hit it. It's just it's harder because he has <coughs> armor on him. But remember, this is it seems to be a normal zombie. It's just this this is a tech person who died inside mm-hmm. the suit. Half inside the suit, you said. Half inside the suit, exactly. Yeah. His head's the important part, though. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah give it the uh, good old um, college try. That's uh, I went attack? to I went to Trump University. I know what it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give a devastating attack with my machete. Okay, remember it's a minus six to this roll. Okay. Dagnabbit. Oh God, fair being fair, it's also super dark in here now, right? It is pretty dark. I have a flashlight, but I don't know what the rules are for super dark. Uh, for now, you, the flashlight's good enough. Okay. All right. Uh, in which case, this is a prowess attack? Yep. So, so 2d10, uh, 2d10 plus your prowess. Okay. Plus my d8. Did I lose it already? I did. Solid. I'm going to steal your d8. Now. No, my d8. Damn it. We're going to curse it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it's this plus, uh, it's gonna be this plus four. Yeah. Uh, that was, well, not the worst. So 15, 16, 19. 19? Yep. Oh, minus, minus six, though. Fuck. Well, well don't forget, so, you, for you, how many, uh, me- uh, how much do you have in melee? Cause you're trying four. to, four. So, so, so all told without the minuses, 19. Minus six is 13. Yep. So you miss. So okay. It, it clangs against his arm what again. What can hero points do? Because I am totally unclear with how this would factor in now. It's like page 102. Damn. <laughs> I've only looked at it a couple of times. Well, there's earning plot dice. It's just Okay, plot dice. Yeah, it's, it's Spend not the plot the die to ignore the current wound penalty. Spend the plot die to negate a result of a flaw when triggered. Add a plot dice to any singular attribute, power, or skill action roll. Add a result of a plot die roll to any single attribute or power rank. I just want to see if you can do this, but every time a hero spends it. Ah, uh-huh, so you can spend it after you. Well, I just, no, I need to see if you can. You know what? I'm always all for uh, making the players feel awesome. Yes, you can spend the plot dice. I, I think the last thing you said, though, was. Add, add the result of a plot dice roll to any singular attribute or power rank. Add the result of plot dice roll to any one defensive against the thing. Spend a plot dice, move, push. Uh, add a plot dice to any single attribute skill. Uh, Nothing specifies. You can do it before or after. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say you can. Okay. So cool. right so now you're at you're at thirteen. 19, you're at thirteen. Uh-huh. So what did I, what would I have to get over in order to hit this guy? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. That's a thirty thirty shot. Fifty fifty shot. <laughs> uh, so here's a plot die. Okay. So so far I've gotten two plot dice from you guys. Okay. Um, wow. 
Yeah. Nice. And that explodes. explodes. So sweet. So that's um, uh, that's a nineteen twenty-four. Twenty-four uh, plus his uh, armor. Twenty-four. No, it's a devastating attack. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you sink. Uh, you basically see an area where you think there was an antenna kind of area mm-hmm. where he kind of had to make it a little. Basically, there's a little bit of like Velcro where, mm-hmm. or Kevlar or something like that yeah. where, near an area where he needed something easily to push through. And yeah. you just stick uh, your uh, knife through there. Yeah, he totally tried to fuse it to his Google Glass <laughs> at one point. Yeah, and there's he convulses a little bit and then just kind of slumps down dead. Ha! <sighs> okay. Finish whatever you were doing. I finished taking some stuff and then... Yeah, you, you, you grab some transistors off them. I mean, you could take everything. It's It's heavy. Like, this is very heavy equipment, but you can pull off some scraps, transistors, chips, mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that. Nothing huge. All right, and then we unlock the door to go out. Yep, you easily unlock the door, you open it up, and uh, you're starting to hear zombies entering the living room. Shit. Okay, uh, let me show you the door that I found. All right, so you guys are quickly moving. Uh, you, you kind of, like, go into the kitchen, right, David, when you see zombies starting mm-hmm. rounding in the corner. They're going to be there soon. Yeah. Uh, I lead you to the kitchen where the triple locked door is. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, oh, it's a childproof lock, so mm-hmm. basically you just go and unlock it, like you know. Shit, they knew my weakness. <laughs> you easily unlock it, and then the door is right there in front of you. Okay. Ladies first. All right, I go in. Yep, you open it, and it just—it looks like an unfinished basement. <laughs> All right, going down the stairs. Okay, cool. Uh, you go downstairs, uh, Angela. You do not see any signs of zombies in here, David. You can hear zombies are starting to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you close the door behind you? Do you? Hell yeah! Okay, you close the door behind you and try to remain as silent as possible. But since there's zombies, they're they're sniffing you guys out pretty hard. Uh, Angela, you're walking down easily. You're able to see. You see kind of uh, it's an unfinished basement, but you do see kind of like a, a corner where uh, there used to be probably. Uh, like a, a small entertainment system. There's a bench press, uh, an old refrigerator that smells awful. Uh, but everybody else, do uh, like an investigation roll to see if you can find uh, difficulty 25. You're, you're kind of just looking around for anything that might look like a lot. That was abysmal. 17. Okay. Right now, okay, the zombies are continued to uh, like hit the door. It's starting to crack, so they're going to be down through here again. You can do this again instead of both of you rolling. One of you can assist the other, trying to investigate more. You're just looking around for anything, throwing carpets up, pushing in walls, just anything. So if you want to do an investigation like that with an assist, you can do that. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, my perception is four, and I'm rocking a D8. Uh, uh, five with a D8. So. Okay, yeah. So I'll I'll help her. That's a bit better. Uh, let's see. That is 15, 19, 24, 26. Yep. With nice. his help, yes. 26. You are starting to panic as you hear the zombies like rip through the door, and you start mm-hmm. hearing them tumble down. And just as you kind of spin around, you kind of feel something on the back of your neck like wind. Yeah. And you turn back towards the shelf that you were looking at, grab it, and pull it open. Uh, and no. Gopher, Gopher. What the hell do you think you're doing, Kat? Since when do we let you on the recording yeah. table? 
He's not used to there being so much space with only three of us here. Yeah, it's, this point. table is expansive. Yeah. You slowly put, pull it open a little bit. Uh, David, she's probably going to need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you guys both, I'm not going to make you roll a mic check, but you're able to inch this open. There's clearly another room in this, a lab. Um, like a long hallway. It's dark, Angela, but you see a door mm-hmm. at the end of the way. Um, but you can slip through and pull this uh, bookshelf closed because it's actually kind of a vault door. Cool. That it looks like it had a magnetic lock um, at one point, but since there's no more power feeding it, that you can just pull it open. All right. We, yeah, we do that. Yeah. All right, cool. So you got as you opposed got, to stand there and die. Yeah, I was gonna say I was just waiting for you to respond. So you slip in. Uh, I'm guessing you close the door behind you. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, you feel the zombies like press against it. They're too stupid to realize that it's not one of those doors you break down. You have to set. All they would have to do is pull it open. Mm-hmm. But they're just kind of pressing into it, kind of slapping into it. You're fine for now. Yeah. And you're in a long uh, hallway. And at the end of the door, uh, at the end is a door. And you go to the end of the door, and uh, there looks to be like a handprint, like analyzer and stuff like that. But there's no power feeding this place. So, you know, you press your hand against it just to mm-hmm. try it for luck, and nothing to read. So you just reach for the door, and you open it up, and it swings open. Top-notch security. <clears throat> Top-notch. Yeah, maybe when they were alive. So you go deep into this uh, room, and it's the lab. It's... It's more of a garage lab, you realize. As you spin around, you realize that this was a tech hero's lab, Hannon's lab. Uh, and then, you, I mean, this was clearly the... Uh, the uh, Kraken he, transposed where the S is, not Hannon Labs, Hannon's lab. Surprise, surprise. Illiterate. And there it is. You see, uh, like, you see a very cool-looking generator kind of... It, it, there's no juice in it. Clearly feeds mm-hmm. off something that it's run out of, but it looks in great shape. I mean, everything in this looks like solid shape. Is that an X thirty eight? Looks like it. Mm-hmm. What if it's an X thirty nine? I'll check the serial code. X thirty eight. Good. And uh, yeah, you easily. Yeah, it's it, it, it's about uh, about seventy pounds. It's it's heavy. Okay, now we got to figure out a way out of here. All right. Um, there is another door. Okay. I'm going to check that one out. You see basically what it does is it leads all the way. It, it, it's another heavily fortified door. Mm-hmm. And as you, you try pushing it open, <coughs> and there's no way it can open, and then you realize there are explosive charges around it. This clearly is basically – this is a uh, an escape hatch pretty much. You have to blow it open and escape that way. Whoever this hand in was really liked explosions. Uh, <laughs> The front of their house was wired to go. So, great. Um, look around for anything that looks like something we shouldn't press. <laughs> Is there a big red button? Uh, no. I mean, there's buttons on buttons on buttons here. Uh, does anybody have tech? Does anybody have yes. computer use? I have tech basic. At 20, you could figure out... At 20, you could figure something out. I have tech security systems. Go ahead. Yeah, 15. Easy. Okay. This was a minor, clearly a minor, I mean, you didn't even recognize what kind of, like, tech hero. He might not have even gone out there yet. Uh, yeah, no. That was awful. 11, and then what's your tech? Uh, 2. So, 13. Yep. Okay. Were you assisting? Were you assisting a manager? I don't have tech security. Oh. 
but it seems like good plot die time. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll spend a plot die. 30-30 chance. <laughs> Shut up. Yay! Right. Yep. You you don't know which button it is, but you can hotwire this thing to basically – you can basically hotwire it to explode. Like you would hide behind the panel, mm-hmm. strike uh, two wires together, and it would – Okay, I rip open the control panel and I start messing with wires and I get this kind of fevered look in my eyes. Like, see, that's the thing that people don't understand is that when you make a bomb, it wants to be, it wants to explode. and You just have to listen to it. What I'm doing right now is not a crime. It's completing a work of art. You might want to get that table. Combustible material wants to be free. Exactly. Uh, David, mm-hmm. this needs a small electrical charge, though, in order to feed it, like... Do you have a battery? Do you have any? You need to take apart something that you I, have. I blah. I say that to 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 blackout. Uh, we need yep something with a positive negative charge. Something. Um, uh, yep. What do you have? Does anybody have anything electronic? I, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, with my night vision binoculars. They would. I hand you night vision binoculars. Oh, yeah. Why do you have the? That's kind of funny. Okay, yeah. Um, all right. So prop up that. Uh, that table and I'm going to feed this wire over to us. And so what's going to happen is I need you to put your hands over my ears in three, two, and one. And hands over your ears. And I detonate it. Boom. You die. (laughs) (laughs) That's rotted capes. No, it explodes outward launching like this door. Out into something, you know. You, you finally the dust is everywhere. It definitely the vi- there was a vibration on that one. You s- look outside of to where this hole was blown open, and there's another hallway with the door now like crushed into the side of the wall. But you do see kind of an emergency hatch down at the end of the hallway. <coughs> okay, come on, pick up the pick, yep. up, pick up the thing. Uh, X thirty eight. Right. So you guys are starting carrying this uh, down the hall. Mm-hmm. You you. Get to the, like, the, the hatch, and as soon as you, you see a little lever, you pull it, and mm-hmm. it kind of just, like, collapses down into, like, a ladder. Mm-hmm. You climb up. It mm-hmm. takes a little time. Um, that definitely attracted attention, you would guess. Yeah. You hear moaning, almost this incessive, like, just groan of, like, this entire uh, city of uh, Lifton. Uh, uh, Liveland. Liveland has finally come alive again. Yeah. Um and you come, and when you come out, you are inside, um, the garage, like the, the, the garage in the back, I said, like a little mm-hmm. shed. Yeah. Uh, there you are. You, you stumble out. So we're in a garage. Is there any form of transportation in here? Huffy bike, uh, a, um, uh, radio wagon, uh, no, radio, gonna roll die. radio we're flyer gonna, wagon. Uh, we're going to see how much, uh, luck you have. Uh, one is basically, this is filled with cobwebs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10, it has a, a, a car. Wait, can I? I can't spend. Am I thinking of you another? You can game? absolutely spend. I a can plot do that. Die. What would you like inside here? Uh, I would, and like, I would tell you how much it would cost you. Um. Well, it's winter, and it's it's Washington, so I'm guessing like a snowmobile or something. Sure, that'll be one plot die. Okay, cool. There is a there is a snowmobile. Um. Yeah, yeah, and you you have to replace the battery basically because mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you say like, oh, you paid for this and it doesn't work. Yeah, it's not working at this point. But you guys basically run around 
like, you know, pick up an old battery, find mm-hmm. a new one, charge it up. You know, you do everything you can. Angela, you actually end up having to use, like, one of the parts that you pulled off him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it's actually an emergency, like, energy booster, like, kind of like a, a minor, like, imagine it's basically a, 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 a Red Bull uh, for a generator. Sure. Nice. So you plug it in and you get a spark. It starts up. Um, and, yeah, it's a two-seater, uh, a two-seater. Okay, great. Uh, get some chains, attach this uh, thing to the back of it, because we are getting out of here. Um, uh, uh, because I don't want to be dragging a generator just randomly behind our uh, um, our, our snowmobile, um, I am going to, from the darkness, construct a sled, which would be a simple enough object. I would propose that I don't actually need to make a roll for it. No, that's fine. Because like, they're like things that don't have moving parts, Generally, don't need a roll. You can just make stuff. Yes. You have matter generator. It's uh, energy, energy, manipula- energy manipulation. That's pretty awesome. Right. The more complex- I was going to make us a radio flyer wagon out of the darkness before you spend a plot point. Nope. Yes, but now we've got a radio radio flyer wagon with a six fucking <laughs> with a Hemi. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's certain things, like, if it was a moving vehicle, then I'd be like, well, no, you can't make a Cadillac out of shadows without a major role. But yeah, this one is just like, you are dragging something behind you. It's with. like something, a wall, some, yeah, it's, is, it's, is it's nothing. a piece of, yeah. a cage with a swinging door that's 10, so like, that's yeah, kind yeah. of their, it's nothing, okay, cool. it's fine. Yep, okay. Then, uh, I open up the, uh, um, I, like, jump and hit the activation button for the, for the garage door, and then I hop on the driver's seat, and we go. Yeah, sure. Uh, you actually have to open the door the old-fashioned way because... What the heck, dude? Uh, because energy. Uh, but you're able to... You, you unlatch it and then <laughs> I, you... I mumble like fucking Amish as I like, <laughs> have to open it <laughs> myself. Yeah, you hop in and then you just take off like a bat out of hell. Uh, you're going to do a drive test because you're kind of going through zombies. Yay! What's that? Is quickness? Is uh, yeah, I'd say quickness plus drive. Um... um and it's going to be uh, a twenty because there's, there's. Can I assist him by like being navigator? Sure. Like, yep, look out sure. for that rock. Yep. That makes a lot of sense because she can see perfectly where we're going. Absolutely, I love it. Well, although I'd say if dawn was approaching when we went in, it's got to be daylightish. It's daylight. It's grayish out. Okay, about that. We're I, fine. Yeah, I can still probably mm-hmm. see better than you. So get yep. a plus two from me. Yeah. Also, because I've been doing this entire thing stinking drunk. So <laughs> uh, did I forget to mention that too? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and, uh, oh, wait, where's my green? There we are. Uh, so green is that. Boo! <laughs> that was fucking awful! Woo! That was terrible! Okay, what's going to happen is they're going to get a chance to attack you. Okay. So you're going to be going through four zombies. Okay. Um, And they're going to get a chance to attack you. Basically what that means is right now... I'm going to do one roll, mm-hmm. and they're going to get a plus, since there's, you get a plus two for every zombie, mm-hmm. plus eight. Okay. I mean, there's nothing I can do about this, stuff. So. Yeah. Respectable so 17, roll. uh, 17, well, okay, hold on, no, I'm going to have to roll that again. Two is going for Angela, two going for you, so, so, the first one, Angela. Uh, this is... That's 13, 15, and then they get plus, you get another plus two because it's another one helping it, so. 15, 17. 17, yeah. To my avoidance? Yeah. Uh, tie. My avoidance is 17. Alright, so you win. So Defender wins, I believe. Okay. 
Hey, you said defender wins earlier, so defender yeah. still wins. <laughs> yep, defender wins. So, uh, David? Yep. Two of them are going to attack you. Ouch. Oh, yeah. 17, 20, 22. Yep, they got me. Okay, so they do might damage. Yeah, they just do their might damage. Uh, okay. Plus three. Uh, seven plus uh, two more because it's a, it's a zombie. There's two of them, so uh, nine points of damage. Does that go over your uh, fortitude? Uh, no, it does not. Then they, they yeah, they, they, they slap you as you drive by, so you take nine points of stamina damage. Ow. Well, uh, minus your uh, melee. Okay. For armor, so you take what? Uh, eight. eight. Yep. Yeah. They they kind of slam against you, but you're able to uh, to control. Make another drive check. Difficulty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try to do a little bit better. And assisting. Yes. Oh my god, this is awful. So that was a five and a one. So mm-hmm. six, thirteen. Angela's helping you. You mm-hmm. get a one drive, so yep. it's fourteen. So sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Barely, yeah. You guys are. You're barely making it, but you are racing down the street with, uh, with a sleigh of shadow dragging a generator behind you, and you are booking it. Zombies are kind of starting to lumber after you, annoyed. You're afraid about how much noise you're making? Yep. yep. So you're trying to get out as quickly as possible? Mm-hmm. This is um, speed over subtlety. Yeah, you are. Okay, so you're booking it, and uh, just one more drive test of uh, 15. <laughs> Hey, much better. Yeah. Easily. Easily. You easily dodge like the zombies that kind of try to cut you off. And in no time flat, you're back in your car. You're back at the, uh, the, the, the old truck. The truck. The truck. Okay. (laughs) We are like hustling to throw this thing in the, in the flatbed. It's two hours uh, and 30 minutes have gone by. Okay. All right. Took us like an hour twenty to get here. Yeah. So we we just got to be careful. Yeah. So you start up the the car and you just start driving back. Hey, Fanable fans! I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Rotted Capes, where Billy took a stab at killing superheroes with zombies. If you like this game, we have other games and other genres and systems you might enjoy. Also, with zombies, some with superheroes, and some with something less terrifying. We also have blog posts, videos, and other stuff on the website you might enjoy. But if you really like us, and only if you really like us, consider giving to our Patreon. With the money, we buy things like food, web hosting, and explosive collars. If you don't have the cash, or you're not inclined, consider talking about some forums, giving us reviews on podcasting services like iTunes, or whatever you want to do to get the fan of word out there. We would love to get more fans like you. Thanks for listening. See you next time.